Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. NFL free agency, baby. Let's go. Oh, it's been fun so far. And BJ Thomas. Over here looking for the gun John Morant sent me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've heard that like the the NBA PA is going to sue the strip club that he was um, photographed with because it was supposed to be, hey, you know, see nothing, say nothing. Well, oops. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, I, I don't Are know. Any NBA sign? Did the strip club take the picture? It was the they they shared the security camera footage. Oh, tough tits! It's my building. What are you gonna yeah. do about it? Yeah, I think they sold it to TMZ. I think it's kind of where they're upset. But again, don't hey. do anything stupid, and you won't have this problem. Nobody right. said it better than John Witherspoon. Hoes got to eat too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, if we're going to talk about doing something stupid, um, how about Carolina getting the number one pick in the draft? For what? Who are they taking? Yeah. The, the rumor is they want Anthony Richardson. Oh, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> That's why they brought. So, is that why they brought Andy Dalton there as a quarterback yeah. to yes. mentor him? Andy Dalton, yeah. the Red Rocket? Yeah. You can just call him, just call him Band Aid. <laughs> yeah. the band he, he's a bridge a bridge to nowhere <laughs> wow so they want anthony richardson okay wow um so yeah because he's a combine Wright, warrior okay trying to see so frank wright had success with um, carson wentz yeah, with Carson. Not Anthony Richardson. <laughs> not, right, right, exactly. So so I'm trying to equate like how is he how's he gonna do that? Like how it, it's that it's that combine. The numbers he put up in shorts against AR have freaked everyone out and like they need <laughs> to draft him. Well well, first of all, he showcases athletic ability and he showcases arm. Those are two huge things. You keep saying it's at air, but they wouldn't spend millions of dollars if it wasn't worth doing. It does give you an idea of what people can do physically. So he did show them that. Now the tape that he put up is going to be a problem. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's the trick is what you put up on tape to me. You know, I'm not an NFL GM, but to me, that's worth more than what you do in, in the combine. Okay. So if you're a GM and you had a chance and you have Anthony Richardson, Trey Lance, or Jordan Love. Oh, God. <laughs> Can I draft Philip Lindsay and just have him play running back? And quarterback, too? Because, my God. Can I, chew on, can, I, can I chew on the end of a shotgun? <laughs> <laughs> so, so pretty much, so what you're saying is that what you're potentially getting with drafting Anthony Richardson? Look, I would love to believe that Florida let him down and he's some kind of Super, like, I would love to believe he's a super athlete that slipped through the cracks. History has shown otherwise. Well, and, and speaking of history, so of the times that a team has traded up to get the number one pick, this is since 1980. Okay. In 97, the Rams drafted Orlando Pace. I consider that a win. Yeah. 2001, um, the Falcons and the Chargers traded. Chargers picked um, LT at four. Falcons went up to get Michael Vick. Okay. That's a, yeah, that's that, a win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to the, uh, 1999, Dallas traded up to get Russell Maryland. BJ, how'd that turn out? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> 1984, the Patriots traded up to get Irving Fryer. Not a okay. bad pick. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Um, here's where it gets funky. 1990, 
the Colts traded up to get Jeff George. Who? 1995, <laughs> the Bengals traded up to get Kijana Carter. Ooh. And this this is my personal favorite, though. 2016, the Rams traded up to get Jared Goff at number one. Now, they traded a second-round pick to Tennessee and a couple of other picks to get Jared Goff. That second-round pick that Tennessee picked up was a running back out of Alabama named Derrick Henry. Who's on the trading block? Hey. So, I mean, trading for the number one pick – it was 50%, 60%. But if you're trading anything, Richardson, I think those numbers plummet pretty quickly. Oh. Um, so Depends on how they use him. Yeah. If they try to turn him into Aaron Rodgers, if they let him be Lamar Jackson. If they let him be Lamar Jackson, he's got a chance. If they try to turn him into Aaron Rodgers, he probably doesn't have a chance. But is Frank Reich the person that could be able to, to elevate him to that? To that status, though, what do you think? Well, okay, I mean, he made well, something out of Carson Wentz. So I, I'm about, I was about to say, look at Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, monster, though, look at the years that Carson Wentz had away from Frank Reich. They were horrible. They were horrible. They were horrible. So yeah. the year that the year in Philly that Reich had him, he was an MVP candidate. Now we're just going to ignore the other year that he had him in Indianapolis, um, but. He wasn't terrible. Again, but to BJ's point, it's a different monster. Yeah, yeah. You're two completely different systems of offense. Yeah. If you want Anthony Richard to be successful, you're going to have to allow him to use the numbers he put up in that combine. Right. Now, I would take AR-15 over Jordan Lowe and over Trey Lance because he did play in the, in the, in the SEC. That alone, I feel comfortable. Okay, well, at least he's facing. I, I would take a bookshelf over Trey Lance right about now. <laughs> no, but you said the reason I didn't have to. Right, but but it makes sense though. Like I'm, it's just logic. It's like he's played against SEC, little league NFL. NFL. Yeah, little NFL talent. So if I had to make a choice, yeah, AR fifteen, I would take my my chances on him. I'm just afraid that once. Well, by Carolina- by by your methodology though, you would take Bryce Young over him. Over who? Trey Lance? Oh well, the opposite of Trey Lance. Trey Lance and Jordan Love. Trey oh, over Anthony Richardson. Bryce Young. I mean, he's what? What is he? Five nine, one seventy. What? What? What is his numbers? Like, 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 he's basically Kyler Murray to a point out. He's five ten, like two hundred and seven pounds. Yeah, I don't know, man. Seeing what Kyler Murray went through, like outside of Drew Brees, what other five ten? Quarterback made it in the NFL. Russell like Wilson. Yeah. yeah. So it's about it, coaching. It's about coaching. Okay. Depending on the coach. Okay. So Frank Wright could. Wait, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what you can say you about the big quarterbacks too. Right. I mean, Ryan Leaf was the prototypical quarterback, had That's the true. size, had the strength, and just didn't have the mindset. That's true. You're right. That's tough, man. That's oh man, that's tough. That's gonna be interesting. Uh, I'm just thinking like because Frank Wright, um, I'm thinking of when he was with Philly and the plays that they would call for Carson Wentz. The thing that I like is that he was able to exude Carson Wentz like strengths, you know, rolling out of the pocket, 
So I'm I'm sure he's he's going to have to do that with with, with uh, Anthony Richardson, get him out of the pocket, put him in positions where he can like sort of like uh, Jalen Hurts, like that type of play play calling. You think? It's he's going to have to. Yeah. And and the thing is, the Carolina offense is a run heavy offense. I mean, they had to be because their quarterback last year was terrible, but it's a run heavy offense. And that is a good offense for a quarterback to come in and succeed because you're not well, counting him to be a safe. Wait, 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 wait. That whole the whole operating system has been removed. Mm. It's back to a Frank Wright offense. Right. I mean, it's that whole operating system removed. It was that year is over. Those people are gone. We don't know what that offense the is. Roster's still intact for the most part. Doesn't mean anything. We talked about this last week. It doesn't mean what offense. That doesn't mean anything. It's what plays are put in place in the offseason. That that operating system is gone. We are under a new set of rules. We don't know what this offense is. He's going to have to build it around whatever quarterback they take. If they take Anthony Richardson, they're going to have to turn it into like what the Ravens do with Lamar Jackson, only figure out a passing game, which, Jesus, I don't know if that's even possible anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> but the Eagles have been successful in how they use Jalen Hurts. And and uh, Anthony Richardson is bigger. He's stronger. I don't – I believe that that's – that's the avenue that they're going to have to take in order for him to be successful as a quarterback in the NFL. Other than that, yeah, he's just, what? Just remember, Frank Can Reich we... had no input on this offense whatsoever. That was two coaches ago. That's a coach ago. Oh, gotcha. That's Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson's gone. Right. This is Nick Sirianni's yeah. offense who came from Frank Reich, but he's using an offense that looks nothing like the Carson Wentz offense. And he's using an offense with mm. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Dallas Goddard. Gotcha. And a running quarterback. A quarterback that can yeah. run, excuse me. Yeah, because the Panthers lost DJ Moore. DJ Moore went to yeah, Chicago. Yeah, they lost him in that trade. Yeah. Yeah, here, here are the, the wide receivers that are on the depth chart right now for uh, number one. Terrence Marshall, the junior. Shai Smith. Thevanka. Levishka. Chenault. Chenault and yeah. Ian Thomas. Yeah. Not the same category as the receivers for Philly. Doesn't yeah. mean they can't improve, but not yeah. the same category. Adam Thielen is meeting with the Panthers tomorrow, so there might be another one. But still. Mm. That's going to be tough, man. I, uh, because, like you said, they're going to have to build an offense on the quarterback. So if if Andy Dalton is just a Band-Aid, so that means that they're going to have to look to – if they draft Anthony Richardson, they're going to have to mirror their well- – Offense to him. It doesn't really matter whether they draft Richardson, Young, Stroud, or the milk hating dude. Either one of them, neither one of them is going to start week one with this team. That's why they signed Andy Dalton. Well, it's going to depend on what direction the offense goes. Uh, The the other three are completely different than Anthony Richardson. But by signing Andy Dalton, you're like, okay, we know we're going to draft a quarterback and we are going to give him at least half of the season to absorb the playbook. That makes me think the whole team's in trouble because they're going to do a lot of run POs where Andy Dalton's not even a threat to leave the pocket. Right. Yeah, and that works out so well with Sam Brantford. So the the other big, um, I guess, potential signing, possible signing, I don't know, is Aaron Rodgers going to New York. And so I have to admit, I saw the um, that he made a, a list of demands 
a wish list for wide receivers for for um, the Jets to sign if he was going to sign there. And I I thought back to the I'm sure you guys have heard the the aristocrats joke that comedians have told right. Okay, okay yeah. I'm blank silence. Okay, no, I'm thinking what it was. It, it's a joke that a lot of comedians would tell and kind of tell themselves just to kind of amongst themselves. It's basically just whatever they can say say to get a rise out of people. It's the most I mean the one Gilbert, Gilbert Godfrey told like the most bizarre sexual situations, like putting an eighteen inch dildo up your butt and jumping on it like a like a pogo stick. Wow. <laughs> and just go on from there. Well, and <laughs> that's what I that's kind of what I thought when I read the list the wish list from, from Rogers. It's funny, and it just gets funnier every time you talk about it. So we're gonna start <laughs> with with OBJ, and then we're gonna go with Alan Lazard, and then we're gonna go with Randall Cobb, who I thought he was like 70 years old. Those are just people he smokes pot with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um that uh I don't know. Well, I'll see this, right? But if I'm the Jets, I'm like, what's the guarantee that you're going to sign with us or, or, or you're going to agree to the trade or whatever? Because it would be a shitty move if the Jets made all those demands. He goes, eh, I think I'm stay here. Or eh, I think I'm going to go over here. You know? I think it's I think it's real shitty to, to Christian Watkins. He was like, okay, I'm here to, to get with, with Aaron Rodgers. Where the fuck did everyone else go? He got drafted. <laughs> he had no choice. Yeah, he had no choice, right. Right, exactly. Um, so yeah. Um, also, too, uh, Darren Waller to the Giants. I was like, okay, that's a I sneaky good Giants. move. Yeah, I see you, Giants. I see you. Try to spread that middle open. Okay. Yeah, but right. look how they used Evan Ingram. How's that going to work out? Yeah. Yeah they they yeah. need they need a uh, number one wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, that's, need that stays healthy. Receiver. Yeah, that stays healthy. Yeah. Um, also, too, I'm hearing rumors of Mike Gusecki going to the Raiders. Well, yeah, I mean, they just lost Waller, so they need a tight yeah. end to replace him with. And Gusecki, I mean, he knows he's wasted in Miami, so might as well. Yeah. I've heard the yeah. Cowboys are trying to make a move for Kyle Pitts. I can see that. Did, um, didn't Jerry want him or, uh, initially? Well, everybody in the NFL Everyone wanted, wanted Kyle him. Pitts. Yeah. yeah. Him going anywhere wouldn't shock me. No, didn't yeah. you guys just get who'd you, who'd get who'd you guys Stephon get? Gilmore? That's a good good pickup. Well, anything to help the defense. Yeah, that's what carried us through the season last year. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, they take the pressure off. I mean, the, the more you can let safeties move around, the better your defense is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm hearing uh, BJ, your former tight end, uh, Dalton Schultz. Schultz the Bengals. Yeah, I'm hearing Bengals, I'm hearing Patriots, and I'm hearing the Dolphins, too. That's fine. I think he's going to be a little more expensive than his usage. Yeah. yeah. Plus, we got those two young guys, Hendershot, and uh, I always forget the other one's name. Yeah. But those those guys are up and coming, and they're doing pretty good. Yeah. So I, I don't know if Dalton Schultz was a, should have been a priority for them this year. You thinking Jake Ferguson? Yeah, Jake Ferguson and Hendershot. Yeah, Hendershot's good. I mean, I've watched him destroy Michigan a couple couple games. So he's I like their attitudes too. They're kind of gritty. Yeah, Uh, most Big Ten tight ends are that way. Whether they're from Indiana, Michigan, Iowa, like they're they're just built differently. Yeah. Yeah. 
So what's up with the Chargers and Austin Eckler? Like what couldn't what? come to terms on a contract, so he said, Let me out of here. Yeah. Wow. He thinks he's worth more. They don't value running backs because they don't use running backs. So why are they gonna pay a running back? And so he's like, Well, fuck it, I'm out. Shit. Ask any fantasy manager ever. They use that Shit. running back. Hell Shit. yeah. <laughs> I don't know Hell what they're yeah. th- I don't know what they're thinking. That guy is a all around running back. Yeah. I think it's a mistake the Chargers let him go. So where do you think he would be? Well, I, he'd probably be a solid fit anywhere, but is there a specific team where you'd be like, hey, if he goes there, it's the Denver. Is, uh... Sean Payton knows how to use him. Look how he used Camara. Oh, shit. Oh, I think about that. And and that's the thing. If Payton can turn Wilson back to what, what he was, they've got a great wide right receiving core. You know, would be a respectable quarterback and get a, a running back like Eckler. Actually, we're going to do what their what their team needs here. Just a couple minutes. The rumors have uh, the rumors have been around that the Broncos are looking to trade all three receivers, Hamler, not all three of them together, but all three are on the block. Like they're taking offers on all three of them. Yeah, Judy, Hamler, and Sutton. Oh, wow. Not like I said, not that they're going to trade all three, but they're listening to offers for all three. For all for yeah. all three, probably keep two, trade one, just get the best offer for either one. If the Cowboys come away with Hopkins or Judy, I'm a happy camper. So let's just let's do that now. So um, to kind of continue our theme that we've had the past few weeks, the team needs for the AFC West. So we'll, we'll start with the Broncos. What do they need? Jesus. No, they found Jesus. He just he just has uh, let it ride. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you should, you should see well, I mean, if they found Jesus. He did what Jesus has been doing for the past two thousand years, not giving a shit, paying attention, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and I just halved um, our audience again. <laughs> um well I think I think the running back they have now, I think he's solid. I guess they want to who, Javante Williams? Yeah, Javante Williams. He's coming off an injury, a season-ending injury. Uh, so they're probably like, ooh, I'm sure Sean Pace. Like, yeah, and, and, a, and a solid attempt to end my fantasy season injury also. Yeah, and Latavius <laughs> Murray is good but not great. That's Melvin Gordon. Running backs. Yeah. I don't know about Melvin Gordon. I think he smokes too much pot. I have record I, now when it comes out that I think he smokes too much pot. I think he's he's done. I mean, he's been in the league for God, I don't know how long. Too damn long. Melvin Gordon's with the Chiefs. Oh, that's right. I, mean, I was looking at stats, and he was their second leading rusher. He was not even on the team yeah. anymore. Um, I believe the Broncos signed two offensive linemen this week, though. That's a good place to start. Yeah, a giant from the Ravens and somebody else. Big, big dude from the Ravens. Um. I just looked and I saw the Lions just signed David Montgomery yep. from the. Uh, oh, there's some mediocrity team. for your backfield. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's he's going to be a, a third down back, a kind of a, a a spilling back. I mean, the Swift is the guy they want to they want to count on. Uh, Swift yeah. and Williams. Yeah, Williams is hilarious. Uh, Williams, by is a, the way. Williams is a free agent. There, he is. Yeah, they they want to they want to resign him. I don't know if David Mont signing David Montgomery is. I mean, they're probably in the same salary slot. Oh, they they'll they will make a push to resign Williams. Now he might get more money elsewhere, but they'll make a push to sign him. 
That's a lot of money tied up in three running backs because you're going to have to pay Swift eventually in the next year or two. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder where Jamal Williams could be going. That'll be interesting. Because they're not going to keep all three running backs. One of them will have to go, which it will be Jamal Williams because they just signed David McGovern. So. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good question. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, as far as receivers, Juju Smith-Schuster is a uh, free agent, and I was hearing that he's oh. he's actually considering Arizona. The Broncos have got Mike McGlinchey from the 49ers. That's who I was trying to figure out. They got the 49ers right tackle. Oh. Yeah, and he was a star on that line last year. Yeah, so that, that could be a big deal. The the Niners, I'm going to call out right now, and I'm, I'm sure we'll do a preview show. But they will not win five games next year. How many games? Five. Oh, well, you nuts! They still yeah. got that defense, and they still got most of that offensive line. I'd be surprised if that was the started. case. I don't yeah. know. That's too early to tell all that. I'm just glad they finally got rid of Jimmy Garoppolo so we don't have to hear that shit for a whole season again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, David, they played someone with what um what was it Sam Sam Darnold? That's a good yeah. replacement. Oh, the ego to think you can save Sam Darnold. <laughs> <laughs> How many coaches have, have he's a, has he destroyed? Yeah. No, it's the coach's ego thinking they could do something with him. Like, I, I got it. <laughs> I can fix them. I can fix them. No, you can't fix them. Mm-hmm. Liar. So, <laughs> so getting back to our assignment, what do we think the Chiefs need? Anything? Maintenance. A solid draft. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Best player. And, and to re-sign Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, Other than they, that, let it ride. Yeah. I mean, they, they boosted up their offensive tackle. They They took uh, Juwan Taylor from the Jaguars, he signed with them. So I would say secondary be. help. Anything they could do to keep adding to that secondary. Yeah. Between free agency and the draft. If they can keep adding to that secondary, they could be playing in the Super Bowl for a few more years. Right. Right. And like I said, it's offensive line first to me. So if they could find an offensive lineman that falls to them in the first round or early second round or whatever they're picking, I go ahead. Take yeah, the offensive it, lineman and figure it out from there. If you've got starters at the skill positions, always boost up your, your lines, the offensive and defensive lines. That's the other way yeah. around in my head because those skill positions don't mean a good goddamn oh. if you can't get the football to them. Well, what I'm, you know, I, so. I completely agree. If you don't have anything, start there. But if you've got starters at you know good quality, it doesn't have to be like spectacular or all pro, but good quality starters, boost up your lines. Yeah. They let Frank Clark go, so they're probably going to have to find a defensive end. Yeah. So who did he sign with? Did he sign with anyone yet or no? I haven't heard anything on Frank Clark yet. I know Frank Clark, and I'm pretty sure Bobby Wagner is still out there. Wagner was going to retire. He still got it. He's still playing good. So, what about the Raiders? Who knows? What a clusterfuck. 
<laughs> oh, because all everything last year, Derek Carr's fault. Yeah, that's what they get uh, rid of David Waller Carr. too. David? Derek, no, yeah, no, David. Derek. David yeah, was so his that's, brother. They're, that's going to be the same person. That's going to be. <laughs> I, I don't know. They traded Darren Waller. They brought in um wide receiver. They brought in today or yesterday. Who was that? Oh, Jacoby Myers. Yeah, I mean that's a good sign. That's a good yeah. signing. But now is now I'm hearing they're taking offers for Hunter Renfro or listening to offers for Hunter Renfro. Oh wow. It's almost like they just kind of replaced the entire roster. And Darren Waller's gone. And I, I don't know, man. The, the Raiders seem like a train wreck. Yeah. Do you think um, McDaniels is going to try to uh, revamp Jimmy G like that one year? When Look, he- it's at some point a player is who they are. Right. And he's been in the league for eight or nine years, hasn't he? Almost ten, yeah. You think so? No, oh, yeah, yeah. Almost ten. Yeah. What, Jimmy, Jimmy G. What other, gonna... what other trick does he have in his bag that he wouldn't have pulled out to save any of the other jobs he's had? Hmm. Are you talking like, about Jimmy G or uh, yeah, McDaniels? Jimmy G? Either one, but especially Jimmy G. Like that 49er situation was sweet. Yeah, yeah. That's a sweet situation. You have a, you have an organization that puts good coaches around you, good talent around you, has a defense, has offense, has special teams, mm-hmm. and you wind up being mediocre there. If he was going to pull anything out of the bag, that was it. And that's the I thing don't... with with Jimmy G is like he, for the most part, he won't lose you games, but he's not going to win you games. I don't he... see what he's going to do in, in the Raiders to improve his standing in the NFL. And to your point, the roster for Vegas, nowhere near that roster he had in San Francisco. Right. The San, San Francisco is one of the top three franchises in the NFL right now, as far as stadium uh, talent, acquiring talent, uh, developing players. Like, I mean, they're they're a good franchise. Mm-hmm. John Lynch is doing great things in San Francisco. Other than having a quarterback this year. Well, no, I mean, they drafted Brock Purdy and that kid came out of nowhere. And was yeah, damn so he just can't play but, this year. Yeah, but that's not their fault. No, no, they, no, I'm not blaming. They didn't explode his elbow. No. That's the why I think they're going to finish 5-12 and 12 this year. They've got a good roster. It's just the quarterback situation is just a raging dumpster fire. I'm going to tell you this right now. Call me crazy if you want. I'm not counting Brady out. I've heard rumors of him going to Miami. I'm not counting Brady out. He's from the Bay Area. It would not surprise me, but I... I I don't see it. He's, I thought um, what's Kyle Shanahan? He likes his quarterbacks to be somewhat mobile. Shit. Or you can have Tom Brady. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh, I mean, and they have they have a really good offensive line also. Yeah. And I don't know if Brady's ever had a weapon like Christian McCaffrey. No. And see, and here's the thing with the Forty Nineers that makes them unique is that. They basically gave up on 2023 already, and that's fine. They know in 2024 they've got their starting quarterback coming back. They've got a strong roster. So if you sign a quarterback, maybe Brady, maybe not, if you get a quarterback on a one-year deal, just to get you through. To the Super Bowl? Look, Brady, Kittle, 
Debo Samuels and Christian McCaffrey alone with that offensive line and Tom Brady. You have to be kidding me. Has he ever had that much talent? I would say maybe it was seven. Not with the Patriots, he hasn't. What running back? Um, Corey Dillon was was solid. Corey Dillon was Corey Dillon was on the back half of his prime, the north end of his prime. He was almost out of there. He was okay. Still running back by committee. You have a guy that can do everything that McCaffrey does: play running back and slot receiver, a, a wide receiver that can play running back and slot receiver and outside, and then Kittle. And we all know how Brady is with his tight ends. Yeah, I just, I like I said, I, yeah. it's a long shot. I don't see him coming back, and if he is, he's going to go back to Miami because that's the rumor. Rumors are out there because they want you to hear them. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to San Fran. Okay. I'll mm-hmm. mark it down. And if it if it comes true, then you'll we'll say I'm not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? If if Tom Brady signs with San Francisco this year, I will say that you're right. No, that's not a reward. That's how it should be. <laughs> so to, to finish up, uh, what do the Chargers need? Because besides coaching, that's a running back. Yeah. <laughs> And receivers that can stay on the field between Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, I think we're looking at some receiving problems. Can they draft a coach? Oh, I don't think so. I don't think that's how it works. Damn it! Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. They need to because that guy's full of himself. Yes. Whatever happened definitely wasn't my fault. He's the Aaron Rodgers of coaches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big fan of his at all. No. He, if they don't get him out of there, they're going to waste a big part of Herbert's career with a a guy who thinks he knows what the fuck he's doing. Yep. Not a big fan. Um, As all that being said, I think the Chargers are in a place where they need to protect their asset. So I would go, I would look for offensive line pieces. I I think they need to work on both lines. Offensive defensive line. After that, I mean, they have a solid secondary with Derwin James, uh, J.C. Jackson, one of the corners, is that my correct? J.C. Jackson, yeah, he's yeah, one of the corners. And Asante Samuel Jr. Yeah. yeah, so they're good on. They're pretty solid at corner. Um, I would go line for the Chargers and hopefully find a wide receiver in the next couple rounds. Yeah, I mean, you can probably get a wide receiver in the third round and get a quality wide right. receiver in the third round. Yeah, there's. It seems like wide receiver. There seems to be more functioning pieces in each draft as the years go on at the receiver position. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I completely agree with you. They need to just fix all their lines, both of them. Yep. The best player on either line available in the first round. Yep. Okay. So before we finish up um, this little segment, the, the NCAA tournament starts technically tonight, but, you know, the actual tournament starts on Thursday. Is anyone following it? Anyone doing a bracket this year? Syracuse in it? I don't know. I know. I know Michigan's not. No, not. In the I, I just, I just asked you that to set you up to say no, so that I could say no. Okay. <laughs> um, when I saw I'm following it a little bit because I was interested in the in the kid from Purdue, Zach Eddie. Zach Eddie, yeah. Zach Eddie, Eddie. I was looking at him. Pretty interesting background from Canada. Uh, his first love is hockey and the baseball. He's 
started playing basketball. He's like, I think, sophomore in high school. Yeah, he started playing basketball because he's like seven five. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that works on the hockey, on the hockey rink. I'm sorry. He's seven four. My bad. That's a good yeah. that's a good way to get your legs cut out from under you. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna put you on ice. You're gonna be much taller than everybody else. Your center of gravity is gonna be like two feet taller than everybody. Good luck. Have fun. Have fun. <laughs> Watch your head. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I like I personally, I normally like I take like the Thursday off and I go watch the game. I just have not cared this year at all. Yeah, it's not. It's not the same. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know to, why. I used to try to set my days off for Syracuse games in the tournament. Yeah, I don't care anymore. You know, and it's funny because like, like this year, YouTube TV, which I have as a stream as my service. They're doing like the the quadrant. You can watch all four games on one screen. I might have to check that out. That's yeah, pretty that neat. Fun. But yeah. I'm like, I don't care. So, um, with that, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be back in a few minutes. One more Sandlot Sports. Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports Twenty One. <laughs> 